It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to episode 28, no, 27 of Blasty's Corner. Oh my goodness gracious, it's been a long time since our last episode. Uh, my apologies for that. I've been on vacation and of course during that time, our boys have rattled off a league leading eight game winning streak. The Flames are officially the hottest team in the National Hockey League. We have made a huge major acquisition Tyler freaking Toffoli. So much has happened since our last episode. Uh, Chris. Hello. Freaking. We freaking did it. We manifested this Tyler Toffoli trade. I mean, we have one listener and it must be Brad. That's my it's only explanation. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be. Well, it's, yeah. it's Austin and, and Brad. Right. So, yes. Yeah. When yeah, we have two listeners, Brad, Brad, Brad. Brad right. Yeah, that's right. Man, what a huge, what a coup. That that trade was just freaking amazing. I mean, it, it all depends, of course, on how Emil Heinemann works out for the Canadiens. He is still only 20 years old. He's playing in the Swedish Hockey League. Uh, and actually, he's he's been with the Swedish Hockey League since 2015-16, which means he was playing as a teenager, which is pretty yes. impressive in and of itself. He was the major return from the Sam Bennett trade, uh, but you know if uh, if it ends up being such that we traded Sam Bennett for three playoff runs with Tyler Toffoli, I, I think that's and that's a decent enough trade, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I, I mean Heineman is not. I mean he's a fine prospect, but I don't think he was one of our top prospects. Like you don't, I don't think he has a contract. No, he's unsigned. Yes, we, so, we traded the signing rights, so he's not. I, a, I yeah. really, yeah, I really don't think uh, the Flames uh, maybe valued him that much. Maybe they're just trying to get a little bit extra from Florida, but um, yeah. And you're right he he has played in the Swedish league, and he has he has looked promising. But yeah, I, I think that's a great trade. I think uh, huge. We, we we really didn't give up anything. <laughs> no. I mean, our first, our first. I mean, if I mean, if you project where we're going to finish, hopefully somewhere in the top ten. 
in the league for points, then our draft picks can be a low first. Um, I don't know if there's much depth in this draft. I think the top end obviously is very highly touted, but um, I don't. I haven't heard anything necessarily great about the bottom end of the first round, and then the fifth round pick is you know how many times you're going to hit in the fifth round unless you're the Calgary Flames, which yeah, you know um, lately um, not very often. Maybe one in every ten years you're going to have a player in the tenth round that actually you know makes it and does something <laughs> for you. Like it's a nothing pick, right? Like, yeah. and, and I think Heineman. I know still odds are low of him actually making it to the NHL. Like he's got a ways to go, I think. And yeah, that might that might not age well, and I might have to eat crow on that. But I think it's a uh, well worth the risk, especially especially since you know Montreal Canadiens fans, uh, you being one of them, by the way. Um, yes. On the side, we don't talk about it. Um, <laughs> thought the return was going to be, you know, way more. Like they were expecting like a first and Coronado or. Pelche and, and more yeah. after that for Toffoli and uh, well, yeah well I was yeah. willing to give up I was willing to give up Dubé and one of Rizichka or Matthew Phillips uh, yeah from Archox what was yeah for what, Toffoli you, yeah yeah I don't even that was that was my trade said. my trade was going to be Dubé one of Rizichka or Matthew Phillips and mm-hmm. probably a third rounder I'm like that'll get it done that's got to yeah. get it done but and that might that might have but yeah I, what I love about this trade the most. Mm-hmm. Is zero subtractions from the team. Yeah, Subtract, yeah. Uh, it was it was subtraction by addition because we got rid of Brett Ritchie. <laughs> you know, he's he's on the bench. You know, which I, 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 I yeah, I shouldn't. I mean, Brett Ritchie's fine. Like he works hard. I'm not trying to say that, but I th- I just don't think he really belongs in the league anymore. And he was taking up a slot in that third line because he's you know big, which just yeah. drives me bananas. Um, but yeah, putting Toffoli in there. Oh man, like that really. Just moves everything down, like we talked about, right? Like now we have three solid lines that I think are capable of scoring um, yeah. consistently, mind you. Like, um, and then our fourth line is, you know, got Rizichka now, and and he's capable of scoring, you know, and he he provides some offense on that line, and yeah, it's it looks great. I love the trade. I'm so happy yeah. we did it. We finally, finally, finally did a trade, and. Brad, like, yeah, like he's like, oh, I need to do my job. So, guess, Brad, we've been saying <laughs> the fans have been clamoring for you to do something in the offseason. You know, I don't know if he goes to Hawaii or just spends eight months in the beach, you know, and just like, oh, well, yeah, I'm on the phone. No wonder he's sitting on the beach <laughs> sipping my time, <laughs> sipping drinks, you know. And, yeah. But, uh, yeah, very happy about it. Yeah, huge. I was, I was so happy with that trade because you know we've been calling for it he's he's the perfect addition Tyler Toffoli is just uh like just everything about him was was the great fit you know played with Daryl we all know this now right played with Daryl Milan Lucic's best friend uh played with Trevor Lewis Brad Richardson and uh in there during their times when they won the cup with with Daryl played with Monaghan and juniors uh though that's you know of course not as uh not as big of a deal now. They've it's been over a decade, I guess, since they've yeah. played together. But um, yeah. but they're playing 50. together now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and it, what happened there was exactly what I wanted to happen. Like I, I was hoping that he'd move up to that second line. Uh, but of course, you know, you don't want to mess with with chemistry right now. We our top line is the hottest in the league. You're not breaking that up. Uh, the second line of Backlund's Ma. Manjapane and Coleman are really starting to build chemistry. They've really built that chemistry throughout this eight game winning streak. So don't want to mess with that. 
I am happy that he's playing with with Monaghan and Dubé as well. I mean, Dubé's now scored in two go- two games, uh, two straight games. He didn't score last night against the Ducks, but uh, he got a shorthanded goal. And then, wait, no, did he score against Ducks? No. Yeah. yeah did he? he? Tipped, yeah. 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 He tipped, he tipped the first goal, tipped it in. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I'm just, I'm all over the place right now. You but, are all over the place. Scored in two straight games. Uh, and this is exactly what I wanted to happen, right? Monaghan uh, has never skated more that in his life. It seems like he's he's got renewed energy, uh, mm-hmm. and this is exactly what what this acquisition was uh, mm-hmm. was needed. Is uh, it's a shot in the arm for the entire team. They know, you know, they were winning. They know that the team, the management believes in them, and like you said, they were able to add without subtracting. Uh, to this team and and everybody's just pumped, you know, like you can tell that everybody's pumped. Uh, I don't think we really need to talk about the eight game winning streak because let's just leave that. Let's just let that continue to simmer and percolate because I mean, we're just playing, we're just playing every right way right now. Like there's, we're not doing, I mean, yeah. we, we took quite a few penalties yesterday, but we're pretty yeah. warrant penalties. Almost um, two, almost two double minor high sticking uh, yeah. calls within the first eight minutes of the game. That would have might have might have been some kind of record, I bet. Yeah, yeah, it actually might have been if, if they, that uh, went through. Yeah, if they hadn't, yeah, t- taken out the the random high sticking that they threw in there. But you mean the high uh, elbow? Yeah. Well, it was I. It was elbowing in in the end, but they For also sure. called a high sticking. Yeah, um, I don't know where they saw minor, that. But, uh, <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. Knob of the stick. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. the the Elias Lindholm one was stupid too because it wasn't like the guy, the Ducks player, grabbed his shoulder. Like, what was he supposed to do? Just drop his stick? Like, of course his stick was going to go flying. He grabbed his shoulder. Like he was oh, falling yeah. backwards. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. Like, yeah. it was weird. And then, like, I mean, even on the other side of things too, like the refs called some phantom calls on the Ducks, like. Mm-hmm. Like that, uh, who, who was in it? I think it was Tanev going into the boards. Like that was that was not a penalty. That was just a an accident, really. Yeah, like he didn't he didn't get tripped there. Like uh, I will say that. And same with Lucic. Like Lucic just lost his footing, <laughs> and and got a tripping call for it, which was uh, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it worked out for us, right? Um, we played like I said. We've been playing the right way. The last eight games, it's made us the hottest team in the league. And one thing that I want to go back to with the trade, uh, this was, I believe, reported by Arpon Basu from The Athletic, who's used the Montreal Canadiens um, beat writer. He was saying that uh, one reason why Montreal maybe didn't get the return that they wanted on Toffoli was because he had term with his contract. So it was an interesting thing here because... I mean, Toffoli is making a very good deal for for the team. I mean, he should be paying more. His last contract was, I believe, around six million dollars. Um, he ended up signing for four point two five with the with the Canadiens. But because he ended up having that extra term, with all the contenders being so up close to the cap, they were unable to really buy in and and be a player in the in the mix because they couldn't take on the salary past this year. So a lot of teams were automatically out of the conversation because, well, they couldn't they couldn't afford to add another guy past this year because they needed to have that cap space available so that they could keep the team the way it is. So that really kind of pushed a lot of 
people away, a lot of teams away, which mm-hmm. allowed us, the Calgary Flames, to get in there and, and get that deal done. And um, man, I, I just think being able to get that done way ahead of the, the trade deadline with what, like 30 odd games left to go uh, is a, a major win for the Calgary Flames. Uh, the Montreal Canadiens have now cornered the market on Pitlicks. I don't know if you know this. <laughs> oh, right. I forgot we gave up Pitlick. Pitlick yeah. Too. The, the, <laughs> Didn't the, even the entire, mention Pitlick. <laughs> the entire Pitlick clan is is uh, can can cheer for the Montreal Canadiens because now they have, of course, Tyler Pitlick, uh, who went over there. But they also have Rem Pitlick and Rhett right. Pitlick, who are Tyler Pitlick's cousins. 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 Uh, so that's, that's pretty neat. They got all the pit licks over there in, uh, in Montreal. So I, I wonder if, I wonder how that, how that conversation went, hmm. you know, in the trade, you know, Brad probably went, you know, Kent, you got two pit licks. I got a pit lick. Let's say we get a pit lick family reunion over there and Who knows? throw in a fifth round pick. You can take pit lick off our hands. Yeah. So one of the weirdest things about that trade to me, was the top 10 protection. <laughs> just just he's just you know but covering his ass in case of a disaster i mean like like why like why like i guess covering your like but i mean unless let's be realistic like unless a disaster happens that pick's not going to be top 10 like like I, I anything can happen i guess you protect it but i would have rather like just say if it's top 10 this year you know send it and uh you know then we're going to be bad next year if we can't sign anybody and keep that pick because now it goes to a 2023 if we make a top 10 this year and uh yeah that would be well i don't know sense. i don't know if it's gonna it, it does well it shifts it shifts to a 2023 and be, and we have to add in a fourth i believe yes the, yes that i know that i know but, and the, and the um, 2023 wouldn't be top 10 protected but no but I, I don't know how we could like get into the top 10 i mean even if we did win the the lottery that i think that only moves you up a certain no- number of no. spots, right? Oh yeah, now they changed it, didn't they? Yeah, because you don't automatically get the first pick anymore. You you it it moves you up a certain amount of spots, right? Yeah, um, that, yeah. I don't I don't I don't know why they threw that in. It was yeah. a, it's a weird it's a weird thing to throw in to that trade because like it adds you know more value that we have to give up. <laughs> yes, yeah. you know. But, but anyway, anyway, it's whatever. It, we got yeah. him. <laughs> we got him. We got the guy. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, off the back of this eight-game winning streak, the Flames are now second in the conference, 62 points, or I guess in points percentage. We're, we're actually supposed to be third because Minnesota actually has more points than we do mm-hmm. at 63. Mm-hmm. Um, Vegas lost last night, so that was great. They do have Eichel. Yeah, they do have Eichel, though, yeah. Yeah. Did you watch? Yeah, I didn't watch the game. I watched a little bit. He could have scored three goals in yeah. the time I watched, but you know, it's many yeah. years since he's played, so I'm, you got to give him a little bit of time. A little rusty. Yeah, yeah. And we're up against the Seattle Kraken on Saturday, and then the Jets after that, who are struggling a little bit. I mean, they won the last game, but they're they're, they're having an up and down. Yeah, they're having an up and down season though. You know, we might not we might not lose again. Oh, we, Chris. I, mean, I mean, yeah, maybe not. I mean, yeah, we obviously will. Yeah, they look good. I mean, shit. It, 
And it's not that they're just winning. Like they're not like squeaking out these wins. Like we're scoring five, nope. six goals every game. And it's, yeah. uh, it's been nice to watch uh, for sure. And I hope um, some level of play can continue. I thought they were, you know what? I'll be honest. I thought they were kind of lucky to win last night. Um, like we kind of got really suspect goaltending from, from Gibson, in my opinion. And uh, yeah. yeah, he had an off night. And Markstrom made amazing saves. <laughs> yeah, Markstrom he was, was really, really good. Let's make that in. Like we, a lot of those, like when we were talking about how like bad Markstrom was, like when we were talking about me specifically <laughs> roasting Markstrom for not being good and not making you know big saves, he was he was making big saves last night. And like no one really talked about it because he made it look kind of easy. But like there was a lot of like cross crease uh, shots from right in the slot uh, that you know he just saved and went to the corner and ho-hum nothing of it yeah um and a lot of times like earlier in the year those were going in and i was mm-hmm. like oh markstrom we need to make a save and that that's what it is that's what i was looking for that's you know like make those saves and then you can go on an eight game winning streak you know type deal because like, i think the team is is good enough but we do need good goaltending and man i gotta also mention markstrom making that amazing stick save yes there was some luck in that but wow what what a save! That, that's probably going to be the save of the year for the Flames. I imagine. I don't know if you saw that one. I didn't. Was that in the third? Yeah, it was a yeah, was penalty. Back. It was a penalty kill. Uh, yeah, I think it was a two on one, and um, I think there was a rebound. Like so, the guy shot low, and it popped right up to uh, was it Derek Grant? I believe former. Ah, player. yes, I and, heard it on uh, the radio. And shit, man, like <laughs> wide open net, and he yeah. shot it high, and. <laughs> Markstrom dove and got it with the stick. Um, quite amazing. Uh, really good save. Mind you, they I think they scored on the same power play uh, against us shorthanded or the, the next one. Shorthanded, but, yeah, yeah, they scored yeah. shorthanded the next one. Man, yeah. they're aggressive on the penalty kill. Like the Flames were making some. I thought I thought the Flames were a little bit off yesterday. They put a lot of hockey. So they have take yeah. that into consideration. Well, that's like, second game of the back to back, too. Yeah. And uh they were just a little bit like man, it's a fine line in the NHL, but I noticed they were even a little bit slower than than yesterday's game or mm-hmm. two days ago now, I guess. But they they were just a little slower to make passes, not as crisp, and decisions were a little bit a little bit off and, and slower. Um, they did still have stretches where they absolutely dominated. They still got forty shots on goal. Uh, again, still scored a bunch, but again, I, I think. We were kind of lucky to win that game, but that's what happens sometimes when you go streaking. You know, you know, you need to you yeah. get a little lucky sometimes. Yeah, pucks pucks go your way, and you get the lucky bounces every now and then, right? And mm-hmm. it's uh, it's been so much fun to watch. To be very honest with you, uh, I mean, we haven't scored less than four goals since the beginning of February, uh, yeah, and we generally come out of the all-star break and just eat shit like I, i'm just i'm not even gonna cut sugarcoat it we eat shit a lot of the times after yeah. an all-star break after any type of bye week any any type of break yeah. the, the flames just historically just just are terrible coming out of a, a, a any type of extended break but i mean wow we've come out just exploding i mean we've we've won eight straight i mean you know mm-hmm. it's it's been it's been super fun to watch markstrom's been dialed in ladar had a huge game yep. uh against columbus after not having not not seeing the starters crease in like how long a while a, a long time <laughs> yeah other uh likes riding one guy <laughs> my yeah. lord does he ever ride yeah 
I mean, it's I I understand his perspective. I mean, you're paying the man six million dollars to be your number yeah, one. Absolutely, he's got to play, and yeah. he's got to play well. Uh, there's expectation behind that. Just like you know, you say you need to have a goaltender who can play above the NHL average, um, make save percentage above the NHL. Absolutely. Average if you if you're serious about you know being a contender and yeah. winning the cup, that's that's what you need. You you need good goaltending, like any teams that win the cup have amazing goaltending it's yeah. just the way it is yeah and also i'd like to point out that last night during the televised broadcast it was the first ever time i personally have ever heard the Sportsnet team call the calgary flames a legitimate stanley cup contender <laughs> i have never heard them say shit about the calgary flames before they always seem to overlook us they've mm-hmm. never said anything about us being true contenders but last night, David Amber, Justin Bourne, and uh, Stewart, Anthony Stewart, mm-hmm. they were uh, they were on the panel that night. Uh, the words "legitimate Stanley Cup contender" came out of their mouths, and I was mm. I was very happy. To Felt hear good. That. Felt good. I yeah, you know what I think? It's a lot of it's backed up by those you know kind of fancy stats, whatever you want to call them. Yes, P- yes. Possession metrics, yeah. defensive metrics. Um, I don't even know exactly which ones they use, but uh, they're like top five in all of them. Yeah. Like it's it's like across the board, you know. And then you look at the goal differential. I think we're plus 52 now. Uh, and and we're stingy. Like I think one of the stingiest teams, if not the stingy, I don't know who has less goals against than we do in the league, but I bet we're top five in that category too. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I Yeah, it's hard to say we're not. I don't know. Like, there's a lot of good teams, especially out in the East. But guess what? Like only one team comes out of the East, so mm-hmm. that's where most of the powerhouses are. So there's yeah. gonna be a lot of good teams left behind in the East. It'll probably be Tampa coming out of there. Let's be honest. But uh, again, um, could but, be Florida though. Uh, yeah, it depends who they could get. Be Florida. They if, they if Bobrovsky gets hot. You know. Yeah, Florida. yeah. Florida man, Florida. You know who Florida reminds me a lot of the hmm. 2018 2019 Flames. I mean, they have a lot of they have a lot of talent though, like a lot more talent than we did yes. back then. But like, a lot more. <laughs> but like, it was kind of like their top guy, like Huberto, is having like a ridiculous season. Like, yes, just, he is. He really like, is. And same with Johnny. Like, he was just having a ridiculous season that year. Yeah. Like, and that's what like a lot of that success and a lot of the reason why we finished first in the last that year is because of Johnny Goudreau and mm-hmm. and that line, right? So. Yep. They they give me some of those vibes. They haven't had any playoff success. Neither have we, mind you. But. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of a wait and see, but yeah, they definitely could come out of the. What a story that would be, though, hey! If we had like uh, a Florida Panthers Flames Stanley Cup final, could you imagine? Just oh, I'd rather Sammy Bennett, Sammy Bennett coming back. Flames versus Tampa would be better for me. Revenge. I want revenge. Yeah, and Sutter would want that. The storylines. Yeah, yeah, that would be. I mean, nobody's there anymore, right? Like Tortorella is gone. But Sutter's there. Like all those guys are gone. Flames on the flame side, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's just Sutter. I mean, I, I'm I, sure I, he doesn't even care to be honest. And no, I would believe just, him when he says, I don't, I don't give a I, I think he just wants the cup in Calgary. Oh, yeah. I think he feels, of course. Like he, you know, he did, get ah, robbed. But, he did yeah. get robbed. Yeah, uh, but no, but, no, no, you go ahead. Sorry, I was just gonna say, yeah, like if you look at the West, like in mm-hmm. comparison, like who we got Colorado, Vegas as the two teams that, like, traditionally, when you were to look at the if you look look at the standings and real teams, those two would you probably pick out as like, yeah, they're probably going to be in the final. One of those two teams, but 
I think Kyrie's made a case to be in that conversation for sure. Yeah, I, I uh, man, I don't want to play Colorado, but we got it. We have to get through them. We got to get through Vegas first. Yep. And then we got to get through Colorado or Minnesota. Minnesota's a dark horse here. I mean, they've they've I've I've shat on the Minnesota Wild for a long time. I, I but don't. They they are they're a legitimate team right now. They're very good. The same kind of thing to me. Like to be honest, like I look at the roster, I'm like, yes, I get, I guess so. Yeah. Like, Kirill Kaprizov again having an un- amazing season, and like who else has like propped them along? This rookie Matt Boldy, who's just blowing up. But yeah, play- playoffs is just a it's just a different game. It really is. Yeah, it is. Um, I and I haven't I haven't watched enough of the wild to under to know if if they're even a playoff team. But they're they're mm-hmm. they're pretty undersized. I would say Zuccarello is pretty small. Hartman's small. Fiala small. Yeah. Um, I mean, the only real tough guy they have is Marcus Felino. It's um, you need you it. Know? You need it in the playoffs. It's just still a, it's it's still a very real thing. Like you can have yeah. a fast team, but you also you know you have to be able to win those really grindy games. And they just they kind of scream. And this is without me looking at any numbers. It also take it for a grain of salt. Yeah. Uh, but like I'm like Grego season team. That's what it seems yeah. to me. Yeah, very, very much like the 2018-2019 Flames regular season team. You know, mm-hmm. They did great in the regular season. Um, stumbled into the playoffs. You know, kind of limped in a little bit. Once the games mm-hmm. got tough and uh, first round exit. So, yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how they do. But yeah, they're very good. Very good team in the regular season so far. Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, a fifth round pick. Like who we were saying last time, I mean, our our resident fifth-round pick, Manjapane, has now scored 26 goals. Shit. <laughs> 26, is it? Or 25? No, I think it's yeah, 26. He's at, he's at 26, and he got his 26. No, he's 25. Night. He's 25. Is he 25? Oh. Yeah, you got 25 last night. Johnny Gaudreau is at 20. 20, 20. I, we have, I think we have four guys over the twenty yeah. goal mark so far. Twenty five goals. Twenty five goals. Another, another fun, fun fact about Johnny is he leads all NHL um, players in points at even strength. Before the game last night, he was at fifty. I know. And uh, could you imagine if he was actually good on the power play? Like, what the hell? You thought <laughs> you, th- you think he'd be good on the power play? Like what? I mean, he's I he's all right on the power play. I mean, he's he's the facilitator. It's I think it's mainly because he gets. Um, I think it's mainly because he he's like the third guy who facilitates everything. So he's just the third guy who like makes a great pass, and then it, you know, because yeah, he's got yeah. yeah, he's only got eleven power play points actually, um, yeah. but he's got sixty three on the season, <laughs> which is which is pretty ridiculous. Is he at sixty three already? He's at 63. 20 goals, 43 assists, plus 39. Shit, he's going to cost so much money. God Two damn. goals and nine assists. You know, that's. Mm, I mean, if he continues, you know. if he continues, he's going to be over 10 million. That's yeah. It's the reality of it. Like, yes. The, 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 the one thing about adding to Foley's 4.25 is it, it will be tricky to sign everybody because Kachuk. We'll have to make his money. Gaudreau I'm, needs his slice of the pie, of course. Montepane now needs a slice of the pie. I was talking to a friend 
uh, a colleague today this morning and uh, I was like, man, like I wish, I wish this kind of, I think like, I wish we got Sutter two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because like, this is our, like, this is it. We have a one shot at it. Cause yeah. like, we can't, like we're going to have, we can maybe sign everyone like on the front end, but like mm-hmm. we have to get rid of people on the back end. Like we're not going to be as good of a team this year. We're going to be a lot younger on the, a lot weaker, I think, defensively next year, unless they let people go uh, in the front end, which might, is also another possibility. But I think any way you look at it, you know, with it to fully pick up, like there's just no, we just can't. Do I it. mean, there could be, there could be a way. Like we, we do have guys in the AHL who are rearing for an opportunity, right? Sure. Like we we have these guys crying for, yes. for them to to. I mean, Rizichka has been a. Well, he hasn't been sensational, but yeah, he's he's been no. he's been a great he's been a great addition to this team so far. Every he's game got, he's he's getting better. What he's got like six or seven points on the fourth yeah. line already, and he's played what how many games? Uh, Not many. Let me look it up really quick. Really quick. Um, come on, load internet's sixteen games. Sixteen games. How many points? Seven. Yeah, it's pretty good. On the fourth line, you know, yeah, playing playing with Lewis, like, like a lot of those. <laughs> well, Trevor Lewis isn't bad. He's no, good. no, he's not. I just, you know, he's the next guinea pig that I. Oh you know, gosh, I, I just, you got to zero in on, and I can't make fun of Brett Ritchie anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I actually like Lewis a lot. I think he's a yeah, he's a very good fourth liner actually. So yes, um, I like him a lot too. Yeah, yeah, he he's been really he's been a breath breath of fresh air compared to Richardson on that fourth line, like. I'm like, okay, Rizichka might do something offensively. Yes, he comes with some uh, rookie warts, <laughs> let's yes. say. Um, but overall, really good. So very, very good so far. Yeah. So uh, huge. We'll we'll have to see how everything shakes out. Of course, mm-hmm. we always say that. But um, I, I think I think there are ways that we can we can come back from this. I mean, yeah. you know, you give Connor Mackey a chance up front, uh, yeah, like on the back end. You so should be making the team next year. Yeah, um, those are relatively inexpensive to to replace. Of course, Zadorov and uh, likely Goodbranson, um, and maybe one more person too. Yeah, I mean Shillington, we need to resign as well. <laughs> Uh, so he's, yeah, he's, he's not right too. <laughs> um, but oh uh, lord, yeah, yeah. You know the Poriers and the Pelchiers. Uh, wait, do we still have a Milan Poirier? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not no. a meal, no. Do no, we have another sorry. Poirier, Jeremy, but he's not ready yet. He needs. Sorry, yeah, that, he's the defenseman. No, I meant Pelchier, um, Coronado, Coronado. Well, Coronado's still in Harvard. He's still doing his. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yes. He's still in college, Same. so. Yeah. Uh, but Zary might might be able to step Zary, in. Phillips, yeah. of course, needs a chance. Glenn Godden needs a chance. You know, like these guys, they've they've been yeah. patiently paying their dues uh, yeah. in the AHL. So I think yeah. next year is the year that we bring them and and hopefully they can, you know, contribute to that winning culture and and be able to contribute to our success. But we need we need to take a quick break. Uh, I got to go to work soon, so I need to get this get this going. But I wanna I wanna run an idea by you. That I heard from uh, the Fan960 earlier this morning. Uh, so take a quick break. We'll be right back after this. And I will run an interesting proposal that I heard through the Fan960. Be right back. This is the Hockey Podcast Network. Your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. 
This episode of Blasty's Corner is brought to you by DraftKings. Hoops fans, latest offer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, is too good to pass up. I'm talking between the legs, 360 windmill good. New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your province yet, you can still take your shot at a big payday. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Basketball Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars of do- in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet just $1 on any NBA team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. 21 or older, minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming sources. Void where prohibited, minimum $5 deposit. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Now, back to the show. This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. All right, Chris, we are back, and uh, I wanted to run this idea by you. Um, The guys were on the Fan 960 were talking about how Monaghan is a... Well, well, let's just call it. He's he's a liability playing on the fourth line, on the third line, I should say, making $6.375 million. Um, I am hoping that with the addition of Tyler Toffoli that we can get former Monaghan 30-goal scorer back. Uh, but in, in the case that that doesn't happen, one thing that I thought might be interesting is what if we were uh, like, because they were saying, oh, hopefully we can unload Monaghan at the trade deadline um, and then get that cap space. But what would you think of a potential Monaghan for Claude Giroux trade? And then we get Claude Giroux in for this season as our rental. And then we'd have that $6.375 million cap space for Is the next year. He, I don't think he's coming to Canada, Giroux. You don't think he wants to, or do you don't no, think No, I think he's, yeah, I don't know if he has a no-move clause or anything like that, but I he think does he, have a no-move clause. Yes. I think he said he doesn't want to come north of the border. <laughs> so Why? So, so we're screwed. Anyway, come on, Claude. I, I actually like that idea a lot, um, to be honest. I, Monaghan, or Drew's a, a, a huge upgrade on Monaghan, yeah. in my opinion, to where Monaghan is right now. Yeah, he had a couple yeah. points last night, but. He's not the same player. He just isn't. And uh, mm-hmm. I was actually before the break going to mention like uh, probably need to get rid of one of Backland or Monaghan as well to afford people next year. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> I'm down. I like that idea. If he would come here, I don't think he will come here. Now, he's a center too, right? Drew's a centerman. Well, he plays all positions. Yes. Yeah, and he would be, uh, you know, the third line center on this team. I think you know in that same kind of role, two mm-hmm. A two B role, I guess. Um, uh, which I think would be good for him. So, yeah, I don't know. I would put. I, I mean, I would. I would move Backlund down to the third. You just you can't. Break, you can't break up that line. They're too. Yeah. It's, yeah. I guess. I, yeah. I, again, it's not. I don't think Sutter has first, second, third, or fourth. I think he just rolls lines. He does. 
that Absolutely. this just allows him to have a you know more options obviously and i mean yeah. claude Giroux is making 8.275 right now of course we'd have to give up a little bit to the flyers so that they can retain some of that salary so that we can fit him in our cap um mm-hmm. but it won't take much right and that of course that also determine depends on how the flyers will like what they how they value sean monahan uh sean's got one more year after this at 6.375 million dollars uh he, he's still only 27 years old um he's so he's you know another, they could use him yeah he's not a change of scenery type person i think like i think in the i don't know i just i, I watch him play i'm just like hey man that's not the same player. I mean, he still makes plays. Like he's still, the hands are still there. It's just yeah. his legs are. Yeah, I don't know. I think he just yeah. needs to move, move around <laughs> away from Calgary. Unfortunately, I, I mean, I do love my hand, but this is, the price tag's a little much for what we need to do. Yeah, and and that's that's the whole issue, right? I mean, right now the the Flyers they've been destroyed by injuries. I mean, they've lost Sean Couturier. They lost Kevin Hayes. Those are their top two centers. Um, mm-hmm. So actually, yeah, maybe maybe they wouldn't <laughs> maybe they wouldn't want to take on Sean Monahan at six point three seven five because uh, yeah, Hayes is making over seven, and Riss Couturier is making he will be making seven point seven next year. So yeah, maybe actually that that might not work. Yeah, it's you know, it's kind of a nice little you know NHL twenty two GM mode yes. move. Um, yes, but yeah, realistically, I don't know. I think I, I'm kind of willing to. I don't want to. I don't want to subtract anything else from this roster unless it's maybe, uh, you know, bring in a top four defenseman. Another one. Um, yeah, like a Klingberg type then I'd be willing to like look at maybe subtracting off of the forward group somewhere. Um, you know, maybe like a Dubé. Like he's had two good games, but, you know, it's uh, <laughs> I haven't forgot about <laughs> the other 45 games he's played this year. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, and he's got a lot of potential. So I don't know. That, that would be kind of my only area that I'm looking to, to look. Yeah. To. But the only the, my only hesitation with that is you you'd only be getting a year or half a year out of Klingberg at that point because he will be a UFA next year. Yeah, he's going to be looking for a long term deal. Not sure he's going to fit in long term in Calgary. Um, I know. I, just, I mean, we'd have to. We'd obviously have to give up. That's just an extra guy that we'd have to figure out around yeah. how to you know spend our money around. Yeah, um, I do. I do just have a feeling like this is kind of the the year i don't know the yeah well this you, is you go for it so yeah uh yeah i guess that's true yeah that's true um but at the same time i feel like i feel like shillington's gonna can progress to the point of being a john klingberg in the future you know um i think he's already on that track so if we sign sure. klingberg he has to play top four um, which would mean that he, we play with, I mean, it would be good to have Tanev play on the third pair just to, 
you know, relieves some of the minutes that he's playing every night. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he has had a history of, of injuries and he is getting up there in age. He's 32. So you do want to, you know, protect your, your investment. Uh, we still have two more years with, with Chris Tanev, luckily. Um, so, you know, I, I wouldn't be opposed to, to giving him less minutes so that we can kind of reserve him for the playoffs at this point. But, um, you know, you, you also need to, to make sure that obviously the guys who need to get paid, get paid. So, um, yeah, again, I don't, I don't envy Brad's position. I don't envy his job. I don't envy the decisions that he has to make. Um, but yeah, the, the issue is Sean Monahan's going to have a modified no trade clause. He has a 10 team, no trade list as of right now. And Backlin has a 10 team trade list. So mm-hmm. if we try to trade Backlin, he, we can only trade him to 10 teams of his choosing, which is. Yeah. And I actually dead. think, I actually think 10 teams would, uh, would do be it. Be interested. Yeah. He, Backlin's a really good player. So. Yeah. And I think the league knows it, you know, as well. Yeah. So I, I that, that might be, that might be the way to, to pay everybody. I mean, it has to. Yeah, <laughs> it's got to be something. Something's got to give. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, because the guys were saying on on the fan, they were saying, uh, you know, if, if we if they do end up finding a taker for Sean Monahan, then maybe Adam Rzichka could step in uh, and fill the role that Monahan is filling uh, adequately. Because he has, I mean, you know, he's he's had a couple shifts with. Well, they're not like real shifts. They're kind of just leftover shifts um with the top guys and he's been able to keep up right like that passing play with kachuk and goudreau um where he scored his first maybe a second nhl goal um first of the season i think uh was pretty like he 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 belonged there he knew where to be um he knew when to take the shot like it was you know he's he's got the skills he's got tools um and we're seeing that at every game that he plays. The yeah. discipline is still a little shifty. Like, you know, he's he's still got um, a couple things that he's got to work on in terms of that. But, um, <laughs> you know, I think he's we've got a real player in, in Adam Ruzicka as well. And it's, yes. it's promising to see. Uh, and some, and not, not the reality of a cap world, like you have to put a little more faith in younger players nowadays. Yeah. League's been going that way because yeah. of the cap. Like once, once they hit that 10 million mark, it's like, okay, well, now. You know, yeah, they're they're signed, but like you got to fill in holes with some of these more talented prospects. You can't just fill them with uh, rich cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, well, Nick. I mean, Sorry, Brett. <laughs> you you see it. You see it. You saw it in that game last night, right? Like Troy Terry is has been on a tear. Um, he's been quiet lately, but he's yeah. he's still got twenty five goals. Yeah. Trevor Zegris and Sonny Milano have been uh, a, a very dynamic duo yes. for the Ducks, and Isaac Lundestrom has been good for them as well. So, young you know, players. those are all guys who are super, super young. Like this Ducks team is going to go places. Um, you know, they're they're yeah. they're gonna they're gonna be good in in just a few years. Yeah, I think um, so too. Yeah, like John Gibson. God bless John Gibson. I mean, he's been through this whole thing. Uh, I guess Ryan Getzlaff, we should lump in there as well, but you know, he's, he's at the end of his career, but Gibson's basically getting into his prime. He's given his prime years to the Anaheim ducks and and they really haven't given him anything. 
poor guy. I felt so bad for John last night. Just, yeah, man. Yeah, it's kind of unfortunate because he's a really good goalie. He's so good. Like, he's yeah. just so good. He's, his talents are wasted in Anaheim. I just yeah, this is prime of his career. He's, he's on the bottom bottom barrel team. It sucks, yeah, but. it's awful, just awful. I feel so bad for him, but kind of like Price, eh? <laughs> kind of like Price. I, he did get to the final last year, but you know, shots fired, shots fired. Shits happens. How's and he would have gotten there. He would have gotten there if that piece of shit fucking Chris Kreider didn't take him out in the 2016 playoffs. Mm. Yeah, it's true. Kreider. It's true. It's true. That Rangers were on the ropes. Kreider <laughs> fucking destroys Carey Price's knee. And that was it. That was it. That was it for the Canadians. That was that some bullshit, bro. That I hate was the some Habs. bullshit. I hate some the Habs. Bullshit. And I hate some you. bullshit. For liking the Habs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got to end this. I got to go to work here. But um, I should get back thank to you for listening. Uh, everybody who's who's back and we appreciate your ears if you like the podcast please 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 share this with your friends your family bring your mom uh, that'd be very much appreciated uh we would love to hear from you guys so get at us on twitter at blasties corner and uh yeah we will talk to you guys again soon hopefully with another win on this uh eight game winning streak we'll be playing the seattle kraken Mark Giordano is coming back to town and uh, yeah, I think it'll be a good game. So we will talk to you guys soon. This is Grant Chung and Chris signing off. Peace out. You're listening to the hockey podcast network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. new episodes every Monday and Thursday download at the hockey podcast or wherever you get your podcasts from.